I am Neil Edwards, and this is The Leadership Range, where we elevate the voices of black and brown coaches, leaders and allies, and have soulful conversations about all things at the intersections of leadership, relationships and teams, well-being and inclusion. Here I offer deep insights and practical tips for work and life. You're shaming me. Stop shaming me. They're just trying to shame me. I don't want to be shamed, so I'm not going to participate. Have you heard these reactions in race conversations or the justification to remain unengaged? What's happening here is verbalization. Verbalization of a noun. Converting something that is properly a noun into a verb. This tactic, conscious or reactionary, is not unusual when someone is confronted with the reality that they committed a microaggression, or their racism is exposed. There is a lot to talk about here, but the bottom line is this. As I understand from my white friends and colleagues, being called racist is worse than being racist. Said another way, white people would rather be racist than be called one. I didn't come up with it, but I can appreciate the notion. In racialized contexts, verbalizing often highlights blaming, stonewalling, or criticism and defensiveness. Any of these might be used as justification for disengagement from racialized conversations. They are toxic to relationships. Nonetheless, that does not mean black people, once again, need to bear the burden of white discomfort, although that is typically what happens. Therefore, black people, if you find yourself suddenly in the swirl of verbalization with a white person, recognize that they are definitely triggered and useless. So you have to take the leadership role. You are going to have to go high. You are going to have to take responsibility for the relationship if it is in fact a relationship you want to keep. If you do not want to keep the relationship, then that's yours to deal with. Now, there is one caveat. You need to be in a stable, open frame of mind to stay engaged in this live type of conversation. If you are not, my recommendation is to find a way to end the conversation to take care of yourself. So here is something you can do if you notice you're in, if you're on the receiving end of verbalization. And uh, we are assuming this is happening at work in a professional setting. Let's go with the statement, you're shaming me, for this example. You hear the words, you're shaming me. Take a breath and think to yourself, hey, let's go with this notion and find out more. To do that, I need to ask open-ended questions. First question, and these are not rigid, but you should get the point. Okay, so the first question you ask is, by doing what? Now you wait and listen deeply. Do not interrupt. Let them finish. You might even ask question 1A. What else? Just so they can get it all out. Second question. Because you're seeking understanding, you are going high, remember? You do not need to make any statements. So here's the question. What would you have me do instead? Again, wait and listen deeply. Do not interrupt. Third question, what would that do for you or to you? You know what to do. Keep quiet. And the fourth question, what do you imagine that would do for me? Wait for a full answer. Now it is time for you to shift the dialogue. And this is very important. Do not respond to anything they said. All you need to do at this point is say something like, with all of that on the table, May I make a request? It is now your time to request what you need or want. I can't tell you what that might be, 
but this needs to be a genuine request. Taking this approach gives you a great opportunity to call someone into a conversation and maintain or build a relationship. Yes, you will have done most of the work, but I am assuming you are the more resilient leader in this conversation. We can give this type of conversation multiple labels. I call it leading with love. This is an example of love as a leadership characteristic and to love as a leadership skill. Leading this way opens the door to allyship while also dismantling racism by changing hearts, one conversation and one relationship at a time. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Leadership Range. If you enjoyed the episode, I invite you to peruse the others for more great conversations. If you know someone you think ought to be on the podcast, please send me an email at neil at neiledwardscoaching.com. To connect with me, you can find me on LinkedIn at linkedin.com slash in slash nedwards07. I look forward to you joining in for more conversations each Monday on The Leadership Range.